Okay, so we're learning that Fafchas on the base. We're p- picking up at the bottom of Fafchas on the Three lines from the bottom. Amar le Rav le Chizda. Rav said to Chizda, Dashinu Mishmecha, we darshin in your name that halacha could be Yehuda, that halacha could be Yehuda, that even machshiri alchol nefesh are mutter and yamtiv. Not only can you cook food and yamtiv, you can prepare things to be able to cook food. You can sharpen the knife for the shkita. Amar le. So Rabbi said, wow, you're saying in my name, the Lachan said, Kabuda Yehirava, Yehiratzon, it should be the Ratzon of Hashem, the Kolki Hani Mili Malyasa, all such good things. In other words, anything like this, that's as good as this, Tidrushun Mishma Yishad Darshan, in my name. Yeah, that was happy. Rabbi agreed, the Lachan said, Kabuda. Amrav Nechemya, Braid Rav Yasef. Havakimna Kameid Rabbi, I was standing before Rabbi. Havakoma Aver, Maaver, Lesakina, Pumadidikula. And he was. Passing a knife over the mouth of a dikula. The dikula is like a, a basket. In other words, he was rubbing the edge of the knife, the blade of the knife, on the top of this wooden basket. Apparently, that was sharpening the knife. And I said to him, what are you doing? The chadada kavidmar? You're doing it to sharpen? Or are you doing it to remove the shamunis? And he said to me, I'm doing it to remove the shamunis. I'm just removing the grease. I'm not trying to sharpen the knife. And I could see his mind, or that I could read his mind, and the way he responded to me, that I really did the chad of the kavit. He really was doing it to sharpen the knife. So why didn't he tell me he's doing it to sharpen the knife? Why did he tell me he's just removing the grease? Because, because he held halacha. The halacha is like a Yehuda, that you can sharpen your knife. The ain moin came, but we can't remember, we can't tell people that. In other words, there's a pachad, Rashi says, there's a fear that if people will know the halacha is like a Yehuda, and it will become too widespread, people will be bezalzal. Because we'll learn later that even according to Yehuda, that Rechshirei Ochal Nefesh, Amutar, it's only Rechshirei Ochal Nefesh that you couldn't have done before Yamtiv. If you could have done it before Yamtiv, it's Asr on Yamtiv. So, Mamela, we don't darshan it. When people ask us, we wouldn't tell them, but that's really the Allah, we can do it. So, he was doing it, but when people were asking, he was sort of concealing. Rabbi said a similar Maisa. Standing before Amar, that's Rabbi Barnachmani. He's the master that Abayi refers to. He was passing his knife over, rubbing his knife against the lip of a rechaim, of a mill, a millstone. And I said to him, You want to sharpen your knife? Oh, you're doing it to remove the grease. And he said to me, I'm doing this just to remove the grease. But I could see his mind. I could tell that he was doing it to sharpen the knife. He didn't want to tell me because the Kosavar Kasiyah Dalacha is like that. But Vein Wayne came, but you don't paskin that way for people. Then why is a Shaila? Ma'ulaharu Sakin Vachacham Biyamtiv. Are you allowed to show a knife to a Chacham Biyamtiv? What's the Shaila? Are you allowed to show a knife to a Chacham? So, first, a flower. When you shecht, you have to use a knife that's completely smooth. The blade has to be completely smooth. No pegima. There's a pegima, so the Shechita can make the animal a trefa. So, the, and now besides that, there's a takana that every shalchit has to show his knife to the to the chacham, to the rav, before he shechts. So, the shaylan yantav, can the butcher show, can the shalchit show his knife to the chacham? And as he explains, when he shows it to the chacham, it looks like he's about to shecht his animal in order to go ahead and sell it. It's uh, it's people who shecht commercially, they have to show, show their knives to the chacham. So the shayla is, on yantav, is showing the knife to a chacham, is that... Already, you know, Av Shamil said, is that, is that like making it look like a public display of business doing? 
you know, we said before, there's ways to buy animals. You don't have to discuss the amounts, but you can actually go and after somebody shechs, you can take a chelik and pay for it later. But maybe to do this, to have the knife looked at by the chacham, which is part of the of the process of the of the shaykhim, as they do it as a business, maybe that would be too uh, much of a public display of business in Al-Biyasar. So that's the shaykh. What's the din? To show the knife to the chacham and is it okay? So Rav Mari, Rav Bizna, Shari, Rav Mari, the son of Rav Bizna, he was matter. Rabbanan, Rabbanan asked they were Isa. Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef said like this, Talmud Chacham, a Talmud Chacham who knows how to check knives, Rav Ala'atzim, he can check for himself. In other words, he can look at his own knife. Now he's examined his knife, he can loan it to somebody. In other words, for the butcher to take his knife, for the sheikh to take his knife and come to the Rav, that's when it's a problem. When the Chacham checks his own knife, that's not a big deal. And then he can loan it to people. Loan Rav Yosef. And he says Rav Yosef another halacha. Sakin shamda, a sakin that stops. What do you mean it stops? It dulled, it stopped cutting, it doesn't cut so well. So on Yamtav, you're trying to cut with your knife and it doesn't cut so well. Mutter the Khadab Yamtav, you can sharpen it. Obviously, like if you do that, you can sharpen your knife on Yamtav. Bahani mili hu the paska agav duchka, but that's only when it still cuts with pressure. It's pressure, it cuts, meaning it's not completely flat, it's not completely dull, it can still cut just as opposed to a really sharp knife that cuts easily. Here you have to push. So Rashi explains what's the difference because if it's completely dull, then to get it sharp again is a real tircha. It weren't matir. That's tircha yisera. That's too much tircha to be matir. But as long as it still cuts somewhat, just it's not sharp and it stopped, it dulled a little bit, so then you can sharpen it. Both the sakin that became nifkam and yamtiv, you know, he dropped the knife in the floor and they got a little pagam, a little uh, a little nick in the knife. And also a shvayt, a spit, that the tip of it broke off. Also the sweeping out of an oven. Kiraim is another kind of an oven. So Rashi explains, what are you sweeping it out from? The oven is lined with the coating uh, to insulate it. And if the if that insulation you know falls in and you have this stuff inside of the oven, so you're allowed to sweep it out. That's all. Like uh, So in all these cases... So the Gemara says, right? The din in this case, could you sharpen that knife that became nicked? Could you repair that uh, spit that became, that the tip of it broke off? Could you sweep out the, the lining, the tiach from the oven? And Yamtev, this is going to come to Machlaikas, we don't know about it. Everything that's Asr and Yamtev is Asr and Shabbos. If it's Asr and Shabbos, it's Asr and Yamtev, except for one thing, Aichal Nefesh. That's the only difference. You can cook food. Even not only the ochel nefesh itself, but even the machshiri ochel nefesh things that prepare the food. In other words, the pot and the knife to do the shkita. Those things you can also do malacha for anyamtiv. My time of the tanakama. Now, what's the reason for the tanakama? Why does the tanakama say that only ochel nefesh is mutter, but not machshiri ochel nefesh? So he says. The pasuk says. It says, Ach asher ye nefesh, right? Only that which is eaten by people. Hulavado, that alone, he aselacham. So the Pasuk is referring to ochel nefesh, and it says, Hulavado, that alone, he aselacham can be done for you. So what does it sound like? That alone, ochel nefesh itself. Who? That itself. Velomachshir, but not the things that are machshirit. Meaning you can only do actual ochel nefesh. You can't do the machshir of, of ochel nefesh. You can't do the malacha on the knife or on the pot or in the oven. No, or on the spit, only the thing itself, who, the vada, who itself, and not the machine. That's the Rabbanan. Rehuda says, no. Rehuda says, Amar Kadapasak says, 
Lacham. It says Lacham. It doesn't say Hulavadu Yaseh. It says Lacham. What's Lacham? Lacham is like an extra word. It's a darshan Lacham. Look all to for all of your needs. So that means not only the food itself, but even the pot or the knife or the spit that you need for that food as well. The Tanakama. So now, how does the Tanakama darshan Lacham? Haksiv Lacham doesn't say Lacham, which is a mashmah to include anything you need, even the machshir. Armor Lacham, the Tanakama will tell you, you know, Hahu Lacham, that Lacham is to be darshan Lacham Valula Nachim. For you, not for Nachim. In other words, it's mutter to cook food, it's mutter to prepare the malacha in the preparation of food, but only for yourselves, not for Nachim. Vidach Namin, our Vidah also. Haksiv, doesn't it say who? In other words, how does he ignore the fact that it says who? It says who levado yaseh, right? Who levado, that alone. The chalepish alone, not the machshir. Armor Lacham, Yehuda says, no. It does say who? Ksivu. But also, Ksiv Lachem. It also says Lachem. So, I'm going to darshan who, Levado, that I can only do Machshir Ochel Nefesh. And I'm also going to darshan Lachem that I can even do Machshir Ochel Nefesh. How so? How do I darshan who, Levado, that only the, only the Ochel Nefesh itself and not the Machshir? And also darshan Lachem, even the Machshir. Well, it's not a Kasha. We have both. Kandu Machshir and Shev Shilas, Osamir Vyamtav. Ah, the one is referring to Machshir that it's possible to do before Yamtav. In other words, when do I say hulavado that I can only do the ochel nevish itself and not the machshirim? If it's machshirim that was possible to do before yamtiv, machshirim that was possible to do before yamtiv, I could have sharpened my knife before yamtiv, and I didn't sharpen my knife before yamtiv, so that's going to be asr on yamtiv. Okay, if I knew that it was nifka, Mashi said, if it dulled, so then I didn't have to expect that would happen, but if it was nifka before yamtiv, I didn't sharpen it, for example, so that would be asr. It has to be nifka on yamtiv. And the pasuk that says lachem lachal tzarechayichem, that's talking about machshirim that was impossible to do before yamtiv. The lining, the tiach, didn't fall into the oven until yamtiv. The shpay, the spit, didn't break until yamtiv. And the knife didn't dull until yamtiv. So then you couldn't have dealt with it before. That's mutter. Okay. So going to Yehuda, machshir al nefesh are only mutter when it's eat after sosan we have yamtiv. You couldn't have done it before yamtiv. Amr Vidu Meshmul. Vidu Meshmul says shpay shenir the spit that bends. So you have a spit. And it's bent out of shape. Lamaisa, you can still use it. You know, you have to maybe try a little harder to stick it through the piece of meat, but it still works. So, Mela, Asr, Latakna, Yamtiv, it's Asr to be Metaki in this on Yamtiv. It's Damatircha, it's unnecessary. So, the Gemara asks, Pshita, it's Pashat. In other words, why should we be Matri, the Tircha, when it's unnecessary? You don't really need to do it. No, it's necessary to say that it's Asr. Even though he could actually straighten it out with his hands. Meaning to say, even though it's such little Tircha, he doesn't even need a tool. He doesn't even need to bang it out with a tool. He can actually do it with his hands. So I might have thought that's nothing. And it's mutter. No, it's still a tircha, and it's unnecessary because I can manage without bending it. A spit that they roasted meat with. So of course you can roast meat on yamtiv. After you roast the meat, you take the meat off the spit. The spit has got the blood of the meat and just dirty and it's disgusting. You wouldn't use it again. So mevelat mukta asr le'talat yamtiv. You're not allowed to be metalat, but it's pashit mukta. Ravada Barahava, Omer of Malchia, Ravada Barahava says in the name of Malchia, the Gra says it's Rav Malchia actually, in the name of Ravada Barahava. He says, Shomto, Kumunichabe Karenzavis. He says, You can drag it, don't pick it up, because it's Moksa, but you could get it out of the way. You can drag it and put it away in the corner. So he's Matir, Tiltul Minatzad. Tiltul, not in the normal way. Dragging it, picking it up, partially keeping half of it on the ground and dragging it, he's Matir that. Omer of Chiyabarashi, Omer of He says, even that which you say to drag it is only mutter vushiyesha love kazai's basr. It's only mutter to drag it if it has on it a kazai's basr. If it's a kazai's basr, then you can drag it. If there's no basr on it, you can't carry it off. Now, the, the Rashash points out that if it's a kazai's basr, it sounds like earlier on in the Masechta that it's not even mutzah. The Ikra is a kazai's and everything's tough to the kazai's. So they're not garis kazai's. 
And since it's not a kezayah, so it's not tafel, but a little bit of meat will work to be able to drag it to a Karen's office. But you need a little bit of meat. That's the third, that's the second, uh, third shita, right? The first shita is, it's asr altogether. Ravada Barahavar of Malchiyah, he said you can drag it. Rechia Barashi says you can drag it only when there's a little bit of meat on it. Ravina Amar Afo Pishain of Basar. Even if there's no meat, it's mutter not only to drag it, even the talat, but even to carry it and move it away. Why? Why is he matter? Ah, isn't it muksa? There's no, there's no meat on it. It's muksa. It's mutter for a different reason. Because it's like a thorn or something sharp in the Shisrab. And the luch is something sharp, something dangerous in the Shisrab. And you're allowed to move it so people shouldn't get hurt. So this spit is very sharp. And you leave it around. Somebody could become injured. So Mamela, Ravina says it's mutter for that reason. So you have four sheets in the Gemara about removing a spit. Now, Rav Malchia, he said over here, the halach, that you can drag it while it's half on the ground, tilt him in the tad. There's other things that Rav Malchia said. Shvaid, this halacha of the spit, that you can drag it when it's on the ground. Shvachais. There's a halacha about shvachais. The Mishnah, the Mishnah is in Ksuvah's discussed that when a person marries a woman, so there's certain malachas he's expected to do. And if she brings in shvachais to do the work for her, so she doesn't have to do that. Rabbi Eliezer says, even if she brings in a hundred shvachais, she has to do something. She can't do nothing. The husband can force her to, you know, weave or knit with wool. He, has to for- he can make her do something. Why? Batala brings to Zima. Batala can get her into trouble. If she's not doing anything, she has to do something. That's, and if Malchia says the lach is like Rabbi Eliezer. So that's shvachas. That, that, that even if she brings many, many, many shvachas in, she still has to do something. Begumais. And there's a din of gumais. Gumais is like a little hole. These are for a cavity. In other words, where, uh, where we say that in order to become a gadol, you need to have two sires, two hairs growing. So sometimes you don't have a sire, you have a guma, like a little hole where the hair is growing out of, but there's no hair, the hair fell out. But the guma itself is a sign that there was a sayer, and that's good enough. So that halacha was said by Rav Malchio. So those three things were Rav Malchio. In other words, halacha of shvai, that you can drag it while it's one end on the ground. Halacha of shvachos said, even if you bring in a many shvachos, the halacha like Rabbi Liazer, that you can still force your wife to do something. The gumais and and the halacha that you don't actually need sairos if you have gumais, these little holes. All those halachas were said by Rav Malchiyai. Then the halacha of blairis is a mission that says that when a Yid is giving a guy haircut, he can't uh, cut around the blairis. The blairis is a certain part of the hair they would leave. And as part, it was like considered Nevaita Zara. So Mavela, the, the Yid, when he's giving him a haircut, he can't leave the blairis. So he has to leave a little bit around it. And Malchiyah says in the Gemara there, he has to leave three etzbos, three fi- th- fingers breadths around it, so it shouldn't look like he's leaving that Belarus for Godazar. Efer Makla, there's a dim when a person has a Makla, so he used to put Efer Makla, kind of ash in there, and uh, Malchiyah says he shouldn't put Efer in there, it looks like a Kasovas Kaka, like a tattoo. The Gvina, and the Lach of Gvina, that the reason why it's Aser to, that Chazal Aser, Gvina Sa'akum, was because they coat the outside of it, to make it shine with uh, Shuman with fat of a of a, of a chazer, lard. So those halachas were all said by Rav Malchia. In other words, the Gemara is telling us. You mentioned Rav Malchia, so you should know the three halachas: Shvai, Shvachis, and Gumus were said by Rav Malchia, not Rav Malchia. And the halachas of Blairis and Efraim and Gvin were said by Rav Malchia and not Rav Malchia. Rav Papa Amar, Rav Papa said no. Masnitzin umasnita, anything that's from a Mishnah or a Brisa, anything that's through the Mishnah or Brisa, those were said by Rav Malchia. But Shmaitza, but what was said as a Shmaitza, not referring to a Mishnah or a Baisa, that's Rav Malchio. What's the Simen? To remember that, that where Papa's uh, claw, where Papa says, Masnitin u Masnitas Rav Malchio, the Simen is, Masnitin Malchasa. Mishnayas and Baisas are Malchasa, are like, are the kings. In other words, Rav Malchio sounds like a Melech, he's the one who said 
the uh, anything that's with the mission in the Brisa. Maybe what's enough kamina? In other words, what are we coming to exclude? The kamina shvachis shvachis is is uh, is enough kamina because shvachis that was not shvachis is a mishnah. So if you look back when uh, when Rav Chinnah gave the list, he said shvaid shvachis and gumus were said by Rav Malchio. So shvo that's coming off of a uh, that, that that's a shmaitza. And Gumais, that's a Shmaitza. But Shvachis, that's referring to a Mishnah. So, Rav uh, Papa would say that Shvachis was not said by Rav Chinnan of Rejavika. Sorry, it was not said by Rav Malchi. Rav It was said by Rav Malchio. Because Shvachis, sorry, Shvachis is a Brisa, or it's even a Mishnah. So Shvachis must have been said by Rav Malchio, not Rav Malchio. Not like Rav Chinnan said that it was said by Rav Malchio. Shvachis is a Mishnah, so that was obviously said by Rav Malchia. I'm sorry, so that's, that's what he's saying. The Nafkamina is Shvachis. That whereas Rav Chinnina said that Shvaid, Shvachis, and Gumus were said by Rav Malchia, Rav Papa says no. Only Shvod and Shvachis, only Shvod and Gumus were said by Rav Malchia. Shvachis was not said by Rav Malchia because Shvachis is a Mishnah and the Mishnahs were said by Rav Malchia. Now they ask that um, Efer Makla is also a, a Shmaita. It's not a, it's not a Mishnah. So why don't we say Eivar Makva also? So Taisa said maybe he means that also it's like the Eivar Makva corresponds, the middle case that corresponds to Shvachis. Or he says that the main thing was that uh, that all the Mishnayis should be Rav Malchia. But it could be one Shmaita that is Rav, uh, Rav Malchia also. That wouldn't be so bad. So maybe that wouldn't be enough for me.